Welcome to episode 69 of the Daniel Yoris podcast, fitness stuff that grinds my gears, part one. Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. Just me here today, trying something new today, something that I think I'm going to call the things that grind my gears, fitness stuff that grinds my gears. And I'm going to label this a part one just in case I feel like doing more of this down the road. Now, one thing, the reason I'm doing this today, the hardest thing about the podcast in general and like doing all this stuff is simply scheduling and coordinating schedules with guests. And uh, sometimes like the past couple of weeks, um, people's schedules just don't line up with mine and it's hard to book people in and there's conversation and the schedules conflict. And so it is what it is. So uh, I'm happy that I'm able to talk to myself <laughs> enough and I never have a shortage of things to say to, to keep putting things out. But uh, for today specifically, I was supposed to do one at the time that I'm recording this um, last minute change and I had everything set up. So I just figured, okay, let me get something out. Didn't really have anything prepared, um, but just wanted to uh, still get, st- still get something out there and, uh, and figure why not just talk about some things. And these are not necessarily myths per se, uh, but just things that I see online or elsewhere or from speaking to people, hearing from clients online and in person and things like that. Um, uh, just things that, that that really kind of upset me and they're hard to speak about on social media sometimes just because there's not enough space to talk about some of the nuance that goes along with it. So I figured why not do it this way? And it's less technical, so I don't have to really prepare much. I can just kind of speak my mind, get a little bit, uh, heated maybe, but hopefully not too much. And, um, and that's that. So away we go. So, so I'll try and keep it short as well. The inspiration for these things that I'm about to speak about was right before I press record on the mic, I opened Instagram, scrolled for a couple minutes. That was <laughs> plenty of inspiration or plenty of things that I saw that's like, yep, that that fires me up. That's wrong. That's this. And uh, just jotted them down and I'll, uh, I'll get into them now. So the first thing, this is something that I actually posted about on this day that, that I'm recording it, was people who say these this thing and this this whole concept where the they try to promote or market their whole weight loss strategy on the fact that you can still eat pizza and drink beer, eat cookies, eat donuts, whatever and still lose weight. And well, yes, that's obviously true because a caloric deficit trumps all of that stuff. You could eat nothing but absolute junk and if you eat little enough, you will still lose weight. The problem is that's obviously not healthy, and I don't think that anyone doesn't know that. So the, the big disconnect here is that a lot of the people who say this stuff, you can eat pizza, drink beer, still lose weight, blah, blah, blah. They also are kind of on like the, the body positivity side and, and talk about how, you know, your, Im- your body image and your aesthetic and, you know, the size you are, the number on the scale doesn't matter all that much yet they're still promoting weight loss over health by by telling you that you can still eat junk and lose weight you are implicitly valuing the weight loss over other things instead of well let's develop healthy habits let's in, let's have you know healthy foods and once in a while you can yes indulge in a pizza have a beer have a whatever not that you never have to have those things ever but if that's like the focus of your entire diet is still being able to eat those things and losing weight then Obviously, you're doing this just for weight loss and not for health. And the thing is that that's okay. But then you can't also, you know, shit on 
that. You, you can't shit on aesthetic goals, weight loss goals, scale goals, and all that kind of stuff. So I always think that that's, it's just such a strong, a strange, a strange message to be sending. And, you know, people, people are eating pizza and beer and junk food anyways, like telling them that they can continue to do that. Well, like they were already doing that. This is not new. They struggle with the fact that they, that they continue to eat that stuff and can't stop it. And, you know, we, we, we often talk about along these same lines is like a sustainable approach. A lot of people have been trying this sustainable approach and I'm in no way being a proponent of an aggressive approach all the time. But, you know, I've I've spoken with this a lot over the past couple of months, I think, where the sustainable approach doesn't always make sense. Sometimes you've got to get in there, get it done and get out. And it doesn't, your weight loss specifically, it doesn't need to be sustainable because you shouldn't be losing weight for forever. You lose weight for the amount of time that you need to lose weight for, and then you stop losing weight, and then you're just in a sustainable actual lifestyle after that. But the weight loss itself shouldn't be sustainable. You don't need to be losing one pound a week for the next 13 years of your life. That doesn't make any sense. So bringing things back, what I believe should be more of the focus is let's develop healthy habits. Let's take care of your health. Let's improve your health. Let's improve your relationship with food because that's the more important part about overly restricting the pizza and the junk and all that stuff and and then you binge on it after. So if we can actually improve the relationship with those foods and include them in a way that's not inhibiting everything else and not being a detriment to your health, then that's okay. But should that be the focus of your weight loss plan is is how you can still eat pizza and lose weight? If that's the mentality that you're going into it with, probably not going to end well. <laughs> you know, you, you can't be trying to think about how I can still eat junk food and lose weight. It's just not going to end well. Your health still will suffer. You're already depriving yourself of calories and you're not including nutritious foods. So while you're being deficient of all nutrients, you're making yourself more deficient than necessary by not including more nutritious foods. Another way that I've that I've heard this spoken about in a, in a positive way that I agree with is so, some of these trainers, coaches, whoever, or people who, who say these kind of things, it's almost as if they act that act in such a way that the body is only made up of muscle tissue and fat tissue. And obviously that's not the case. We have brains, we've got livers, kidneys, and a whole bunch of other organs that do very important things that, that may or may not have as much to do with fat loss or aesthetic appearance at all. But those tissues are still part of our body and they're still vitally important to everything we do. And the nutrition that comes with eating nutritious food, for as in not junk food, <laughs> helps those tissues to function optimally. And if we're just completely ignoring those, basing our diet on pizza and beer and whatever, or basing our diet on the fact that we can include those things, you know, I, I just think that there's a, I just think that that's, that's an incorrect way to do it. It's, it seems like a very big disconnect to me, especially where, Again, you're promoting like not going after aesthetic goals and focusing too much on the weight, but then at the same time, all you're caring about is weight loss. Now, to play to play the other side of this, this is mostly like a, a marketing tool, and and I'm aware of that eat pizza, lose eat pizza, drink beer, still lose weight. I get it. Obviously, it works, and and I would assume that when people coach this, and I don't know this for a fact, maybe there are people who do, I don't know, but I would assume that when when they coach this. You know they they do try and include a healthy diet, but then they they maybe put too much emphasis on on including the pizza and and the beer and the junk food. And so, 
it obviously comes down to to each individual. I think the the gist of what I'm trying to get at is that your your motivation has to be has to make sense. If you're trying to do something to lose weight but also you're like against body changes and aesthetic changes, then then you've got to then you only have to focus on your health and 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 including beer and pizza as the centerpiece of your nutrition and your diet. That's just that just ain't it. So you know, let me know what your thoughts are on this. Uh, again, this is like a back and forth conversation. There's, there would be no real right answer on this and it would be different to each individual. But uh, I just believe that health should be the priority. And so when we frame something as healthy by using unhealthy methods, it just it just doesn't really make sense to me at all. And uh, as far as the marketing aspect of it goes, we can just do better. We've just got to find ways to do better. Oh, but it works. It you know gets me a lot of clients. It gets me this. It gets people moving. Okay, but we can do better. Enough of that. <laughs> the next thing that I want to uh, that I want to talk about, and I've certainly mentioned this in in passing before, is this concept that we still talk about always: fat burning workouts. It literally doesn't exist. Fat burning workouts do not exist. You utilize calories when you exercise. You are training your muscles or your heart, which is also a muscle, when you exercise. You are not training your fat. It is simply just something that is not happening no matter what type of workout you do. And and on this note, oh, but I do hit workouts. Hit workouts are better for burning fat. No, they're not. And you're also probably not doing hit workouts. A hit workout, which is H-I-I-T, high intensity interval training, cannot, cannot last 30 to 60 minutes. But you routinely see like a 60 minute, 30 minute hit workout. Nobody who's not an elite athlete can actually sustain a high intensity for that long. You're just kind of doing a medium intensity for an extended period of time, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just it is what it is. And it's not a fat-burning workout. So when you think about these fat-burning workouts, again, selling feature, it's great. Oh, yeah, do this workout and lose fat. Great. The problem, again, with this is that now you're promoting using workouts to lose fat. Is that the best thing that happens from a workout? Is that the only thing that happens from a workout? Probably not because again, it's really like barely even happening at all. When you're working out, when you're lifting weights, when you're going for a run, when you're you know, doing whatever, you're training those muscles. You can get stronger. You can get bigger. You can have more muscular endurance. You can move better, you know, all these things. The energy that you use to perform those activities doesn't just somehow make fat go away. Otherwise, we could just all exercise all day long. I mean, I guess we could exercise all day long because we're burning a shitload of calories. But there would be an actual there would be an actual fat burning workout that would unequivocally work across the board because science is science. But there isn't because it doesn't exist, and that's why you know it doesn't make any sense. Again, I think I think going back to like some of the the motivations here is we're we're creating um, an environment. But by promoting fat burning workouts, and 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 this is this this is like for other coaches and stuff. If that's who you are listening to this, but also if you're consuming this kind of content and you're and you're thinking about doing your workout because it's fat burning or whatever, when when that's your motivation, it's very shallow in nature, and it's also false because it's not what's happening. And there's not a problem with wanting to look better as the only motivation for your workout. In fact, I think it's a, I think it's a fantastic motivation to work out, especially if you can just admit that to yourself. The problem is that where does that end? And 
Number two is that it paints the workouts in a negative light. You're working out to try to remove weight, try to lose weight. You're not, what are you gaining from the workout? This is, this is the part that I think is, is, is troublesome and it doesn't make the workout or, or the habit of working out last as long. If you do your 12 week, you know, fat burning workout program, what do you do after that? What if you've reached your fat loss goal? Do you stop working out after that? Because the workout, the purpose of the workout is to burn fat, but now you're not, now you don't want to burn any fat. So, so what happens? Do you stop working out? So I think that framing workouts in a way that promotes building strength, increasing physical ability, increasing endurance, increasing longevity, decreasing chance of injury, all of these other kind of things, you're promoting like the the gain of some type of function or the gain of something. And so in our minds, framing that in a positive uh, in a positive light, in my experience and in my opinion, is a much stronger motivator and will last for a much longer period of time. The fat burning stuff is, it's just not the way it happens. The fat burning is going to come from being in a calorie deficit, which you can do while eating pizza and drinking beer, <laughs> but don't. Um, the, the fat, the fat burning stuff is going to be from, from the fat burning is going to come from overall being in a caloric deficit. It's not going to be from any special workout that you do. The point of your workouts should be to get stronger, get bigger muscles, improve your mobility, improve your physical function, something like that. That should be the point of your workouts. And that can be a forever endeavor. You're never going to be too strong, never too anything. So you'll always be able to keep going and keep progressing that and, and keep positively reinforcing your behavior rather than thinking of workouts as a punishment. Oh, I have to do this to lose weight. So I think that that's, that's another one that, that kind of has to just be, just be reframed and, and just spoken about in a different light. And, and again, I'll probably mention this after I'll only do a couple more of these, but it, it comes down to marketing because if we can get people to exercise, then, then that's better. And that's, and that's like, that's the first step. I'm, I'm happier that someone is doing a fat burning, you know, booty blaster workout. I'd, I'd rather them do that. I'd rather you do that than sit on the couch and eat chips like a million times out of a million. But, but that's not, that's not the point. We can, we can find ways to motivate people in other ways and, and market things in other ways where we don't have to kind of use these, like, these tricks where it's like you're, you're, you're trying to convince people that there's something wrong with them and that you're selling them the solution. And you know, that's fine when you're talking about a, a cell phone or something where Apple you know, creates a problem that doesn't exist and then sells you the solution, which has already been implemented by Android three years ago, but that's a <laughs> separate thing. But it's different when we do that with humans, when we're constantly telling people that they're broken, they need this, their, their body doesn't function properly and, and all this stuff. And it's like, well, now I'm going to fix it and take away all that stuff and, and frame this in a negative uh, mindset. So use your, use your workouts to be positive, find, find a positive influence. The, the fat loss will come with that, but it's a whole other thing. And it's not just the workout. The workout is a very small part uh, of the contribution to, to your caloric deficit. So Think about things in a positive light and try and find something positive to uh, to frame your workouts and to motivate you around. I'll go through, we're 15 minutes in, I'll try and keep this one short. So so I'm going to go, I'll do two more. So the next one I saw was uh, a lot of these like five-minute ab workouts, 16-minute booty workout, four-minute ab workout, you know, these kind of things. And it's like, is doing that better than doing nothing? Yes, of course. Are you going to get abs by doing a five-minute workout 
twice a week? Absolutely not. And so I think, you know, as I'm saying these things, I think what I'm really getting down to here is we just need more honesty and more openness about what's actually happening. I think a five-minute workout is great as a movement snack, as a way to break up your day and get a little bit of movement in. The promise that you're going to get a six-pack by doing a seven-minute high-intensity workout twice a month, like that's just that's just wrong, and it's just not going to happen. And it's selling it's selling the wrong message that this is easy, that this doesn't take a lot of effort, that you know, you can do this by not really working that hard and, and kind of just fitting it into your day randomly and like not focusing and not having a plan. And it just sends the wrong message. And then I would imagine if I saw this and I was like, you know, I saw a great, great looking guy, great looking girl, you know, doing this little mini ab work. I'm like, okay, great. I can do that. And then when I don't do that, I'll be disappointed. Or when I don't have those results and don't look like them after three weeks, like they promised, I feel like I would feel, I would feel upset. I would feel cheated. I would feel lied to. And so I think what I'm, probably getting at here is we just need more more honesty across the board so again five minute workout it's great i'm a huge proponent actually of including what i call movement snacks throughout the day just do 10 minutes 10 reps of squats every hour that you're at your desk do 10 push-ups do 10 squats do 10 sit-ups like literally it doesn't matter anything any amount of exercise do a 10 minute walk whatever it is and it's not because that's going to make you get strong and jacked and have a chiseled six pack. No, it's just because that is more movement than you're getting otherwise. And that is a good thing. If you can inject more movement into your daily life, that is overwhelmingly a good thing for health. It, it will have minor impacts on your physique and stuff like that. But the promise that if you just did, you know, a set of 10 squats every hour, that you're going to get like, you know, increase your your back squat one rep max, or you're going to have massive legs, you're going to have a six pack. It's just wrong. And and I don't know how, how this message, like how people sleep at night by, by selling this kind of stuff. And sure it's marketing and it all gets blah, 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 gets people moving. Okay. But we can just, we can just do better, more honesty and, and more transparency about these things. Now, the last thing that I'll, that I'll mention today, that kind of, that kind of grinds my gears. And, and by the way, the grinds my gears thing, that's just a shout out to Family Guy. I don't know if anyone, if you, if you used to watch Family Guy when you were younger or still now, it was hilarious. There was a whole episode. I, I remember it was about Peter just talking about stuff that grinds his gears and he was going on and on about the whole episode and it was hilarious and that's always stuck with me. So that's, that's, that's where I got this from. Um, the last thing, and this, and this actually really like fires me up is, is the combination exercises, lunge to bicep curl, row to hip thrust or row to, to, RDL or bicep curl to shoulder press or like these combination exercises. They don't make any sense to me. And and the sad part is that I see mostly this coming from from other trainers who should know better. And again, better than doing nothing, obviously. But if your squat is the same weight as your bicep curl, like what's what are we doing? What are we doing here? You're just improving neither of those things. So just separate all the exercises and do them on their own. A squat is a great exercise. A bicep curl is a great exercise. They're not good when you combine them. It's like certain food combinations. I'm struggling to think of one right off the top of my head right now, but like they're good together. They're not good when you when you combine them. I, it just doesn't it just doesn't work. And the same thing with with exercises. There is almost there is almost no benefit to doing that to doing any combination exercises 
other than the 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 benefits of exercise in general. It is yeah, it is good because it is moving your body and and doing that stuff. But that is the same benefit as every single exercise ever invented ever. So when you're doing something, do it right. And this goes back. I think it ties into some of the like the fat burning workouts. Some people might say, oh, you're mixing up. Uh, compound movements. You're doing a you're doing a squat and a row, or you're doing a hinge and a row, or a hinge and a press. You're mixing up compound movements. It's more metabolically active, quote unquote, and fat burning. And it's like it's not because that doesn't exist. And you're also just not strengthening those muscles as much because your shoulders are not as strong as your glutes. And that's just the fact of life. <laughs> and so if you can shoulder press the same amount that you can deadlift, like it, it doesn't make any sense. It's impossible. So split up the movements. No, no more combo exercises. It was, it was fine like during COVID lockdowns and stuff like that when you know, we didn't have any weights at home and you've only got a 10 p- pair of 10-pound dumbbells anyways. And so every single exercise you're doing with 10 pounds, fine. Mix things up, get your heart rate up, like you know, do whatever. Kind of a lot of training stuff went out the window at that time because the point of the exercise was like just to move. And if you're trying to just move and not care about anything else, then by all means, do those things. But if you have a little bit more of a goal, you want to increase your strength, you want to improve the way you move, then, then, then ditch the combo exercises like forever. There's, there's, almost, there's almost no benefit to them. And I can't even think of one that would be, that would be worth including. No, nothing. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. Unless you just somehow want to do it for, for some reason, but because it seems cool to you or like it would make a cool picture or video or something like that. But I don't even think it would be that cool. So this is something that just, it just bugs me because it's again, selling the wrong message. It's, it's doing nothing productive. It's increasing chances of injury in the way, in the sense that like, not really because anyone doing this is like not doing it with heavy enough weight to get injured, but, but it's adding more complexity to movements where it's, it's unneeded. It's also more advanced than you than you would think. Where unless you're using little baby weights, which again, if you're just using like little three pound weights to do a squat and a and a row, like okay, fine. But you're just you might as well just hold nothing and, and do it that way because it's the same thing. So it, uh, maybe you're not really gonna hurt yourself. You're hurting yourself because you're gonna add complexity to movements. You're getting your heart rate up way more, and then so like movement patterning might change you might you know lose balance you might get a little sloppy with the full the form you might fall if you're doing like a lunge or something single leg or something like that and and all for again absolutely no benefit so combo exercises those just got to go and and they're not better they're not cooler they are not beneficial for anything if i haven't said that yet um and and they've just got to go no need for it uh, unless you just want to move for the sake of moving, but an even still go, just go for a walk at that point. You're way, way better off. You're, you're doing, you're doing yourself a bigger favor by just going for a walk than doing a bunch of combo exercises, jumping around and hollering and pressing and squatting and doing nonsense all in one exercise, separate the exercises, do them one by one, use an appropriate weight for each of the exercises. And, um, and, and then that's why you'll actually get stronger and, and improve something at least rather than just, just doing nothing. So that's it. We're, uh, eh, almost 25 minutes in. I'll, I'll cut it off here because maybe I'll, I'll make this an ongoing series for, for times where I, I, you know, I need to need to get an episode out or just need to get something off my chest. If there are things that you see 
online that uh, that kind of grind your gears and you'd like my opinion on them, or whatever, send me a message, uh, shoot, shoot me a message on Instagram at Daniel Yoris. Um, and, and I'll, you know, keep a note of these things for, for episodes in the future or what have you. Um, should I rattle off a couple quick ones? Let's see. Okay. Two, two more things. These are two quick hitters and that's it. I'm not even going to go into them, but number one, dry scooping pre-workout. You just look like an idiot. Don't do it. Mix it with water. Drink it like a normal person. There's no need to dry scoop pre-workout. It's completely dumb. And the second, second to the last one. People who don't put their weights away, what the fuck are you doing? You, you, put your weights away. This is this is like, I can't believe that this is still a thing in gyms. It makes the whole gym look bad. It makes you look horrible. It is exponentially worse, in my opinion, than the people who don't put their shopping cart away at the grocery store. When you go to the gym, do whatever you got to do. Put your weights away and just be respectful of, of the space and everyone else around you. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. I'll cut this off here. Uh, I'll, I'll do this again probably at some point in the future. Uh, let me know your thoughts on, on on these things. Let me know if you have suggestions for me to cover for uh, for future stuff. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I wasn't uh, too offensive to anyone. But I mean, this isn't at anyone. But if the shoe fits, then hey, you wear it. So <laughs> that's all. Uh, send this to a friend if if you found it entertaining. Or, you know what? This is probably not like the most educational one, but but maybe good. Send send another episode that you've listened to to a friend that that'll help them a little bit more. Um, send me a message on Instagram, connect with me, follow me there, uh, rating review on the podcast that helps so, so much. So I appreciate you. If you've done that, if not, please take a second to go do so. Um, and that's all go outside, be a good person. Don't do dumb stuff. Be healthy, eat healthy. Have a great day.